What's up, everyone? Welcome to the show, Self Shoots to Shit. I'm your host, Joshua Self. And I want to start talking a little bit about the NBA. Uh, Zion Williamson made his debut finally. Uh, boy, is it a monster. You know, this guy came out fourth quarter, four for four from the three point line. Um, it looked like he could not be stopped. If you haven't seen this kid play, uh, go check him out. Um, John Morant for the Memphis Grizzlies has also been putting on a show every time he steps onto the court. These two rookies have really made a huge impact for their teams, and it'll be exciting to watch their career going forward. Unfortunately, the biggest news in the NBA is not really one um, of happiness. You know, it's uh, the passing of the legendary Kobe Bryant, he died today, uh, just a couple hours ago as of this recording, January 26th, 2020. Um, he was in a helicopter crash um, with his daughter, uh, Gigi, and they were on their way to a basketball game. Um, helicopter crashed. Uh, everybody in the helicopter perished. So... It's a tragedy, you know. Kobe Bryant was forty-one. Uh, his daughter was a you know a teenager, and it, it sucks to see someone's life cut short. You know, um, regardless of how you felt about his performance, whether on the court, or off the court, he did a lot of great things for the game of basketball. Um. You know, he became a household name, and he, he really did his best to elevate the game. Um, despite some of his you know indiscretions, uh, he was a family man, and he, he did the best that he could. Uh, nobody's perfect. We, we've all been fucked up at some point or another. Just that some of his shit was a bit more public than others. And it, it, it's a tragedy, really, and it's all around. You know, death can come from you at any moment and no amount of money or success or popularity can truly insulate you from death. It sucks that he went so early, you know, he had an entire life in front of him, um, you know, raising his daughters and, you know, giving back to the NBA community in his own way. And you just, you hate to hear this kind of thing. So Kobe played... Um, in the NBA for 20 years, he spent his entire time playing with the Lakers, 18 All-Stars, like 18 years to make the All-Star game of a 20-year career is pretty fucking phenomenal. Uh, five championships, you know, uh, he was a scoring leader, MVP several times, uh, and he came straight out of high school, you know, he was one of the very few to do it and truly make an impact on the league, you know, straight out of high school. Um, I can't imagine what it had to have been like to play against him in high school. Like, this fucking monster, you know, uh, playing against, you know, some high schoolers. Uh, it had to have been truly a nightmare. You know, as I was um, writing notes for the show today, I had assumed that the coronavirus is going to be the most important topic to really speak on. And 
uh, you know, the, the world does what it does and it keeps on moving. Um, so I just had to take a, a minute to speak on Kobe late. Um, he was amazing in the game. One of the greats, uh, one, one of the best to ever do it, you know, and it's, it's really unfortunate, you know, um, the NBA has, you know, expressed its condolences. They, you know, held moments of silences during their games. Uh, you know, social media is all about um, commemorating, you know, this man and his um, legendary impact to us, not just on the court itself, but his, the cultural influence that it had, you know. Uh, there was a long time when people would shoot a piece of trash to a garbage can and yell Kobe. Um, and I don't think anyone else has had that type of influence on people outside of the court. Before I move on to my other topics, I want to um, briefly give a shout out to my sponsor, me, Joshua Self. You can find me on Twitter under Magus of the M. Uh, give me a like, share, subscribe, a follow, a tweet, a share. Uh, if you like the content and you want to hear more of it, or if you don't like the content, you want me to shut the fuck up, uh, please tell me. I'm all ears, DMs are wide open. As I alluded to earlier, uh, China has had an outbreak of this uh, coronavirus. Um, 41 confirmed deaths as of right now. Uh, you know, right now being January 26, 2020, which is uh, it's pretty crazy. You know, like having some new to humans disease. You know, apparently this disease has been in animals for some time. Um, that's just crazy. And uh, there's been two cases in the U.S. confirmed. I don't like the sound of this, you know. Um, 1820s, massive plague. 1920s, massive plague. Here we are, 2020, and what looks like it could be the beginning of a plague. Um, obviously, our resources, you know, our, our science, our technology is far more advanced than it was in the 1820s or the 1920s, but diseases tend to be uh, adaptive, you know, um, viruses and whatnot uh, aren't killed as easily as we would like them to be, you know. I mean, the common cold, there's still no cure for it. Like, you just kind of have to get over it. So, even though we're much more prepared now than we were a century or two ago, people still die from diseases all the time. Um, so, please, if you're, you know, going overseas, you're going to China or any country, really, you know, make sure that you uh, be safe, you know, uh, wash your hands, shit. Uh... Make sure your shots are up to date. You know, hit the doctor as soon as you get back. You know, make sure that everything is okay. You know, you got to take care of yourself because it only takes like a couple mistakes for something like this kind of a disease to uh, become an epidemic because, you know, people weren't taking the proper precautions against um, these kind of diseases. You know, infectious diseases tend to be spread mostly for people being sloppy you know somebody just wasn't paying attention wasn't taking the proper care of themselves and next thing you know <coughs> and that's the fucking end of it you know 
the last thing I really want to talk about is um, Terry Crews' comments uh, referencing Gabriel Union and uh, America's Got Talent um, and her being fired from the show. Like At one point, she was a judge on the show, and she put out recorded messages of like racism and sexism. Um, you know, she made a lot of accusations against some of the staff there, you know, accusing them of, you know, this type of discrimination and whatnot. Um, and so Terry Crews was asked about you know her comments and about the situation that was going on. Um, and basically, he said, "Hold on." So I want to read it uh, verbatim. And basically, he said that uh, it referring to America's Got Talent, uh, was the most diverse place I've ever been in my 20 years of entertainment. The top 10 acts were Asian, women, older, younger, black, white. It was everything in the gamut. It continues, uh, I can't speak for sexism because I'm not a woman, but I can speak on behalf of any racist comments. Um, and basically, he was saying that, you know, that just wasn't his experience, that he didn't really see racism there, um, and it was a chance for him to, you know, support Gabriel Union because it seems extremely unlikely that she would say anything, uh, you know, accuse someone of racism, or whatever, or sexism, and it'd be false. In fact, there's, you know, been a lot of um, other people who have confirmed, you know, some of the things that she said, um, including, like, the recording, you know, of, like, J-Lo making some... Uh, a racist joke towards Asians, you know. Um, it's unfortunate because he has a platform and he had a chance to, you know, speak out about some issues. You know, at one point he spoke out about uh, being, you know, sexually harassed uh, by another man uh, some years ago, and people, you know, uh, supported him, and he had a chance to kind of lend uh, his voice. To someone else who was having a struggle and he opted not to. Now, I can't fully fault him because he's got to get paid. And if you had to choose between getting paid versus doing what's right, most people are just going to get paid. Um, but I feel like because he has, you know, tried to put himself in a position to be an activist, you know, be someone who speaks out on social issues, someone that um, is trying to be an ally, to be a champion, uh, you know, in order to make the world a better place. And because he has already put himself in that spot, when he has a chance to do it, he should take it. And in this instance, he opted to not take it and rather uh, keep his job. So I... It, it, I don't like it. Um, he had a really a, a chance to really you know make a difference, and instead he threw Gabrielle under the bus, you know. And a lot of people do that kind of a thing, you know. It's just a black woman speaks up about something being wrong, we throw her under the bus. Um, and sometimes she is right about what's going on, and I think this is one of those instances where there has been enough evidence of problems going on. Um, so for him to shrug it off and instead support this other side, 
so that he can keep his job is it's a bit shameful, you know. So I get why he made the decision, but the decision's still fucked up. And that kind of thing happens a lot, you know, where people have to decide between doing what's right and getting the back. So uh I I hate it, you know. Doesn't make the show Brooklyn Nine Nine any worse, but I, I hate that Terry Crews decided to take this route um, and not support his black sister when he had the opportunity to. I think the biggest takeaway from this incident, though, is that um, fight injustice, fight discrimination, you know, fight hatred, fight bigotry, fight this type of prejudice whenever you get the opportunity to, and not just when it's convenient for you. That's why a lot of these issues still exist today is because we only really want to step up when we are ourselves being directly targeted by some type of discrimination. And when other people in our own social circle, you know, the person next door, the, the co-worker, you know, is being targeted, but doesn't affect us directly, we don't want to say anything. Um, and it just speaks to a type of complacency and, you know, type of fear that people just aren't willing to take any type of risk to speak up for the other guy. You know, as long as the other guy is not me or not like my family or something, just let it slide. And we see this time and time again where people will aggressively take the side of the oppressor uh, for fear of, you know, their own safety sometimes, uh, whether it's financial safety or sometimes even physical safety. We um, go the the route of least resistance, and that's unfortunate. You know, uh, Martin Luther King said that injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And that's the truth that we really need to instill in ourselves. That when we see people who are being stepped on, when we see things that are not right, we need to speak up when we have the opportunity to do so, and not just when it's to our benefit directly. Because like a better world, for one, is a better world for all, and so we really need to uh, to push that. You know, speaking up for other people, when we especially like when we have a voice that matters, when people will actually listen to us, we really need to champion the cause of of everybody. You know, uh, and not just uh, when it's for us specifically, and that really applies to anybody, whether you're a man, you're a woman whether you're trans, you're black, you're white, you're Asian, you're rich, you're poor, it doesn't matter. Like everybody has uh, a dog in this fight. You know, we all need to really work together and, you know, help each other out. Um, I guess that's about it for me this week. Um, I'll catch y'all later.